Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your GM. Hold on. Hold on, man. I got a call real quick. Hello? No. No, you still have to face Alex Kane. Yes, I know he's a suplex assassin. Yes, I know you're going to go to Suplex Island. I don't care if you don't want to face him. You did not want to listen to my booking, did you not? Well, guess what? You're going to Suplex Island. You got a first flight ticket. Goodbye. Huh, now, like I was saying, it's him. It's him. It's your boy. It's the GM Classic. That's right. It may be AM, maybe PM, but it's the same old GM. But look, I just want to tell you, though. You see how I just booked that match right there? <laughs> it was fire, right? But guess what? You can book some great stuff, too. But I'm not talking about matches. No, no, no. That's my job. But you can book some great tickets to some great events. You want to go to SummerSlam? <laughs> Do you want to go to WrestleMania? Do you want to go to Royal Rumble? <laughs> well, guess what? Just check out Megaseat.com. That's right. www.megaseat.com. They hook you up with some great tickets for some low, low, great prices. I'm telling you right now, you don't want to miss it, but just listen up. First of all, when you go to www.megaseats.com, don't forget to tell them that the GM sent you. That's right, the GM or RSM. And then just remember this, there's no service fee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's right, you heard it right. No service fees added to your little cost. No, no, and then there's no shipping fees either. Did we send your tickets right to you? Boom, you got it. No audition. But look, you need to listen to this part. Listen closely. Now, if you don't listen, you might get suplexed with the next fella. You got to put in the promo code SSAW Network at checkout and you get 10% off. That's right. You heard it right. 10% off. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not even 5%. And you know Big E love that five count. I had him on the phone yesterday. But no, no, no. I'm talking about 10% off your cost. But all you got to do again is put in SSAW Network at checkout. Go to megaseats.com. Get your tickets today. You never know. I might see you at an event. <laughs> Peace. Hey yo, this is the Suplex Assassin Alex Kane, and you are now listening to the Ringside Mayhem Podcast. Enjoy! Yo, yo, what it do? You already know you hear the voice. It may be AM, it may be PM, but you know who it is. It's your same GM. It's the K-L-A-S. Hey, look, I know people still ask me why. The ghost still ask me why I still spell it with a K. You know why? Because your boy is just so fucking sick with it. That's right, man. Your boy uh... classic in the building. Yeah, yeah look, look here, look here. And, um, look, it's a two-man show today, but uh, I feel a little creeped out because... Uh, your boy, the GM office is kind of haunted today, man. It's we we got a ghost in here. It could look kind of paranormal. We got we got a boy Stilo the ghost in here, man. How you feeling today, sir? Oh 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 oh, we glowing. I'm good. Okay. Oh, I know I'm good. Oh, it's oh, awesome sorry. to be doing this podcast. To be actually doing doing this episode. We want to thank all of you that are listening to us. Uh, we are two thirds, uh, well, two of a five man crew. Uh, our our great. The queen of ringside mayhem is not with us today. Uh, Million Dollar Mac uh, had other uh, responsibilities today, and as well as the professor, who uh, both him and Rose are out sick today. So they told us to hold it down for them, and we were more than excited uh, because we do have a special guest in the house today. And I'm going to pass it off to my man, GM, so he could do the honors and welcoming, uh, welcoming who we have on the show today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got a good one on for y'all today now. Yes, sir. We have the one and only, the, the Gorilla King fat boy himself, man. He He's a member of the Bodega with, with, with our homie Danny Limelight and Slice Boogie, man. We we, ju- we just want to just welcome our boy Papa Esco onto, onto the screen. Hey. With us. You can just say what's up, man. Let everybody know how you're doing. Yo, yo, what's, yo, what's going on? King fat boy Papa Esco in the building. What's good? What's good? Hey man, it's good to have you on, bro. Uh, uh, 
just I, we've been following since the time of uh, PCW Ultra. All systems go, dude. We just we we we've ever since you jumped in with uh with the yeah. rest of the bodega and done jump War Beast. I I was like okay, let I tell you it, what War Beast War Beast was talking more than a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> they they was they was running they was running they was running all that shit talking against family. I okay. had to come in and shut that down, bro. I had to come in and shut that down. Not a little bit, but a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, was it only talking, though? It was only talking? I mean, for me, it was only talking. Ain't nobody Ooh. touched me. You see, I'm still good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so they was trying to touch my family. That, that ain't going to happen. So they got, they, got, uh, they got more than they can handle that night. So, Sir King, are you the type that says, I don't do my talking at promos, I do my talking in the ring? Nah, bro, I'm all that. I do my talking on the promo. Ain't nobody can pro. Ain't, ain't nobody can out promo the king, man. I'm telling okay. you right now, and I okay. challenge. I will challenge anybody on Ooh, the biggest, man. highest level or the smallest, lowest level. Okay. I, I, I'm good. I'm good with the promo. Also, the knuckle game is proper, bro. So, you okay. know, I do, I do, I do a lot in the ring too. So, um, and Warbeast felt that that night. I think. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, it was yeah, it, it it was some scars being had, definitely. definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. and, and speaking of promos, we, we might we might need to uh, fix that up. You know, I am the GM of RSM, and you know we have a million dollar Mac with a championship that y'all might mm. have a promo off for. So we 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 might get that you know get that into working a little bit. We'll see how that works. Yeah, but whatever, speaking man. of um, speaking of the bodega. So let us yeah. know um how how did it come about how, how did it come about you know how did you and um Denny Limelight and Slice Boogie get together and um and even Ruby Rays how did everything come out? Well, officially, officially, excuse me, Ruby Rays is not a part of the bodega. Okay, she okay. she was uh, pulled into it by uh, how do you say it like happenstance? It just like shit just happened. So the bodega is me, is Danny Limelight, Slice Boogie. Um, the bodega is, is my domain. I've been running that forever. Um, mm. and when I came to United Wrestling Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, I was there with a purpose, man. You know, okay. I saw my people not being treated the correct way. So I had to get out there and remind them, remind them who we are, remind them what we about. And let them know that no matter what, we did have robbed the house. And that's exactly what we did, man. You know what I mean? I brought the bodega to Red Solo Cup. Cheers. Hey, I, I, I brought the bodega to United Wrestling. I introduced myself. And I got with my boy Danny, who I've known for a while. We got with our dude Slice. And now we just, we running the gamut, bro. You know what I mean? We doing it, we doing it from all angles. That's you see so what they're doing. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? They, they took off. You see what they doing. MLW Ooh. World Tag Team Champions. They just won the IWA Tag Team Champions. I don't know if y'all saw that. Yep. But shout they, out, they took shout those. out to the homies. So, you know, we we doing it live. I'm doing a little bit too, just a little bit. But we oh, all, yeah. we oh, all I, live. I, 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 see, I see you got some gold on you too, sir. Uh, yeah. Uh, let, let us know about <laughs> that, man. Let, let, let the people know. Because I, I see you, you, you ain't the only one. Uh, they ain't the only one rocking gold. You got, you got some Nah, man. For me, um, I just... Blacklist Pro Wrestling is a wrestling mm -hmm. promotion. I went in and took their heavyweight championship, so I am the Blacklist heavyweight champion. Um, pro Wrestling Revolution, one of the oh, premier right. lucha companies in all of North okay. America. You know, all I right. would argue that they are the premier lucha company in North America, Pro Wrestling Revolution. I'm currently the open weight champion. And as y'all know, United Wrestling, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, Championship Wrestling from Memphis, yeah, all the championship wrestling territories. I am the United Wrestling World Television Champion, so I got my own titles too. Yeah, okay. like I said, man, man we all doing it. No, we all doing it. We all we the all running. It. Yeah, get, get we, Hey, yo, we robbing the house everywhere we go and every chance we get. That's what we doing. Got you. We were supposed to come see. Uh, the group of us was supposed to come see you guys. At a show in uh, January, I believe, but that uh, yeah. I, I said due to COVID, some man just put put on that. So uh, listen, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm disappointed. Okay, I mean it, it was my it was going to be my first official, my first official match at PCW Ultra. Okay, it's all okay, violence so is legal match. Uh, wow, disappointed. 
Never heard yeah. that one before. All violence is legal, man. Hey, bro, you haven't heard that one, bro. You didn't hear it. Let me tell you what it was gonna be. Hold on. Let me let me tell you what it was gonna be. And okay. why I'm so disappointed. Okay. All violence is legal. Everything. Papa Wesco, Danny Limelight, Slice Boogie, Ruby Rays. Well, breaking on the news other side right here. On the other side, <laughs> it was War Beast, Viva Van, and Juicy Finale. All oh, violence man. legal. It was gonna be a problem. COVID ain't nothing yeah. but a bald headed hoe. But anyway, it is, <laughs> nah. it is. like literally. <laughs> so, so, really is though. So, um, Sir King, uh, a few questions for you. Yeah, um, you know, there's several promotions out there, right? What sure. was it about PCW Ultra that ultimately said, "I want to attach my name, I want to attach my career, uh, and be associated with PCW Ultra"? Well, I mean, in all realness, PCW Ultra has been a staple in SoCal for a while. You know, them dudes out there, Sheik, you know, mm-hmm. we might have our differences right. or we might be building our differences, whatever you want to call it. But he's he Sheik is a big part of PCW Ultra. And whether I like him or not, that dude is doing tremendous things and bringing in like elite athletes to SoCal, PCW yeah. Ultra. And he's putting on some of the most memorable matches that that I, I've been a fan of for a long time. So um, I'd be lying if I didn't say PCW Ultra was a goal of mine, you know, okay. and when the opportunity presented itself, uh, I just decided it was my time to, to to enter the door. So, you know, Danny Danny and Slice, they left the back door open for me. I slipped in with the okay. baseball bat and, Oh yeah, literally. When 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 it was when it, when the right time came, I slid in, pop, pop Sheik in the side of the head with the baseball bat, pop Fatu in the, in in the gut and then the side of the head with the baseball bat, and we just proceeded to, we just proceeded to give him what we call, the Molly Wop. You dig? Ah, and, yes, sir. And, yes, sir. Uh, if you ain't from the hood, you don't know. They, you ain't had a good Molly better, Wop. They better thank. They better thank Juicy for now for coming in with the. With the tool and and, and and stopping the whole joint, but like I said, it was it was a, it was a good moment. It was a memorable moment. I liked it. It, it. it got off the right way, and and we was off to the races, man. January twenty eighth, you know. But now because of COVID, that thing is 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 stalled out. But it's it's gonna happen. Okay. You know, it's gonna happen. Whether it be you know a month from now or six months from now, you know, PCW Ultra are gonna they gonna feel the King Fat Boy in a real way. It's gonna be a problem. Nice. I'm, the, I'm like I say, hey man, I'm there to start some shit, and I do that better than anybody. So, all right, you know, yeah. all right. So, my next question to you, uh, uh, King Fat Boy, is that yeah, recently Big Swole made some comments concerning uh, representation with people of color uh, within AEW. Now, this yeah. is not a, so much an AEW question as it is a professional wrestling landscape question. So, yeah. from your perspective, do you feel that? People of color, whether you're black, Hispanic, uh, Samoan, do you feel like uh, they get the proper respect and the proper spotlight shed on them, or is it is it a is it a is it a fight? Is it something that you got to come in there and prove yourself and be X times much better than some of your some of those who are not people of color? Shit, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say the wrong thing. No, you know what? Hey, we, I'm just gonna say, I'm gonna look, say man, go ahead. You, yeah. you have, you have, you have, you have certain. There's certain people of color that are acceptable. There's certain people of color that are not acceptable. We Absolutely. all know that, right? Absolutely. Like I'm Puerto Rican. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican. Okay. I know my background. I have Hispanic background. I got Native okay. American background. I got African background. So I okay. like, I run the gamut of of, of people of color. So, Absolutely. so I feel like. I feel like when we were all born, we were all born being chased down by hounds. You know what I mean? Like we we had to step up and be the people that we need to be for the future of our people. So right, right. and and that's generation after generation. So there are people before us that were doing the same thing to try to pave the way for us, you know? Right. So right now I feel like is 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 a good time for all people of color to to uh to uh to be able to stand up and, and, and take what is ours. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like w- when I was talking about before, there, there are certain people of color, there, there are other people of color. Um, the best way I can explain that is, uh, y'all ever seen Dream Girls? Yes. 
Okay, yeah, so so Jennifer Hudson's part, right? She was the dopest singer. She was the best singer. She was the one that that was she was she was the most popular of the music. But Beyonce got put in the forefront because she looked a little bit more appeasing. Absolutely, to others. Mm, absolutely, yeah. you feel me? So that that's what I mean. There there are certain folks that are more appeasing to others, and the, right. and the, and there are others like maybe Big, Big Swole felt maybe I don't know I don't I don't know her I don't want to speak for her. But maybe right. she felt like she was, you know, on the back end of that. Right. And I feel like right now is the best time for everybody to just come together and, and, right. and try to try to come up together and be on the forefront together, not worrying about who's more acceptable to who or who's more appeasing to who. So right. it, I, I see the I see the struggle is my point. You know, I, I see right. the struggle and I see both sides of it, you okay. know. I just feel like of an audience reaction acceptance. No, it's really not. It's really not. In my opinion, it it all comes down to the, uh, it's the, you know, it's it's the P Diddy syndrome, bro. Like it's it's Mm -hmm. what I feel. What I feel is a hit. Right. It's it's all about on on the higher end of things, like executives. You know, yeah. I I don't want to mention no names, but you know, executives, Mm -hmm. people on the higher up levels and stuff like. It's all about what I believe. Okay. To be marketable, so I'm going to push okay. that. Okay. You know, I mean that. That's right. really, in my opinion, what what it com- what it comes down to. But and not every gimmick is marketable. Not every gimmick is marketable. That's true. Right. And not but every some, but sometimes, but sometimes, but hmm. but what are we what are we what are we talking about though? Like, right? If if there is someone who is charismatic and can and can get in the ring and 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 compete at a high level mm-hmm. and and they they connect with the crowd in that way. Why can't we come up with a good gimmick or a good persona for that person so that they could take themselves to the next level? I mean, look at The Rock. The yep. Rock was Rocky Maivia, and he came out with the with the Native American or the, I'm sorry, the Samoan garb and all you know all that stuff like that. And right. nobody like people hate like people hated him. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And he was so right? Would you agree that? Right. And he was so he was so charismatic. True. Very and even true. though he was true. still learning, and even though he was still learning, he can compete at a high level. Correct. So this is just what I'm talking about. Right. You got right, a right. person who's 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 you know got a lot of charisma. He got a right. lot of that it factor. Right. Has a lot of the in-ring ability, can compete on a high level, but they don't have that correct gimmick that's gonna get them where they need to be. So don't give up okay. on that person. Don't right. give up on that person. You know, I mean, keep working on something to where they can achieve something that connects and then they can be that biggest star. You know, Rock went into the Nation of Domination. He started developing his Rock gimmick that we know today. And before you know it, this cat started clicking and now he's the biggest star. ever. And I feel that's like true. that's what big and, and, and just to reel it all back to what you was talking about and what the question was. That's what I feel Big Swole was talking about. I feel Big Swole is saying there's a lot of us out there that have a lot of charisma. There's a lot of us out there that have a lot of in-ring ability and can compete at the high level with a lot of the elite wrestlers. But nobody really wants to take the time to to help them put in that correct uh, gimmick, give them that correct persona. Because right. on the flip side, bro, I can be as charismatic as I want. I can compete as high as I can as far as wrestling in the ring. But maybe I'm not the creative that I need to be in order to give myself that extra push that I need to get to the, the next level. So what right. do I need? I need a producer. I need a creative writer. I need somebody that's going to help me find that so right. that I can become that mega star that I know I can be, you know. And 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 I think that's her point. Not a lot of people are willing to put the time and the effort in on a lot of people because it's just it's the way it is. That P Diddy syndrome. I, I I'm only gonna push what I feel is gonna be a hit. Right. I'm not gonna take the time to make other people who 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 can be sleepers, you know, right. come up out of nowhere as a big star. I'm not gonna help those people. I'm only gonna deal with the people that I feel are, you know, just or or appeasing, you know. Right. And you know, um, I'm I'm glad I'm like we'll, let's just stay on this train right here because speaking of gimmicks, um. Oh. I like for first of all, I love the the like the the name, the hope, the, the everything. King Fat Boy. I like yeah. That, that's the because 
we are in a time right now where I feel like we're really looking for real good big men in wrestling because a lot of times, you know, whether it be a sports entertainment company or even some pro wrestling company, sometimes they get put the wrong gimmick on, you know, on, you know, the bigger wrestlers. And then sometimes that mess them up. So I, I was wondering what, what pride do you take in, you know, in being a big man wrestler and, you know, in actually, uh, and, and also who, who are some, you know, some big man wrestlers that probably, um, that you looked up to, you know, in, in wrestling that made you say, you know, I want to do this. So I know a lot of people say this a lot, and it's true. You know, anybody that watches me wrestle can see that Big uh, Bam Bam Bigelow was a hey. was a major influence. Yes, was it was a yes. major influence, right, for me, right? You know, but I also like thing is is that Bam Bam Bigelow wasn't my favorite wrestler. My all time favorite wrestler is Arn Anderson. You know, I've okay. watched him the way he cut promos, his mannerism in the ring the way he picked body parts, like all kind, like I take from that as much as I take from say a Bam Bam Bigelow, you know, but I, I also like my, my, my go-tos are Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, Bruiser Brody, Stan Hansen, Ooh, Big Van yeah. Vader, Takeshi yes. Morishima, like just Ooh. so, so many okay. of those, those real rough, rugged dudes, you know, I take a lot from them, you know, for me, uh, I was the King Fat Boy before you even knew that the King Fat Boy was a, a professional wrestler. You know, I've been the King Fat Boy for a while. You know, this isn't a gimmick for me. This is my lifestyle. You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not uncomfortable in my skin. You know what I mean? There's a lot of dudes out there um that are so hell-bent on being like these muscle-bound dudes or or these high flyers doing all kinds of acrobatics and stuff. There's a lot of dudes out there that are 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 trying to be like technical wrestlers and 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 they want to bang with like Brian Danielson and and and, right. and you know John Gresham and all them dudes. Me, I, I feel like I'm just like me. I, I'm me. Right. And 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 that's and that's the thing. I'm just I'm me. Like I'm not a gimmick. Like the King Fat Boy Papa Wesco is the same way here that I am when I'm talking to my kids, you know what I mean? When, I, when I'm dealing with my family, you know, you just see the aggressive side of Papa Wesco. You don't see the happy side or the, the sad side or, or the content side. You know what I mean? There's a lot of different aspects and a lot of different emotions that come with people. But when it comes to wrestling, all you see for me is the aggressive side. So everybody sees, you know, the, the big, bad, burly King Fat Boy. But there's a lot more to me, you know, and I run with that. I run with that a lot, you know. Um, I don't care what people think of me. I don't care what people want to see from me. I'm in my own lane. There's a lot of big dudes out there, but ain't nobody embracing the fat boy like I am. You know what I mean? So everybody can go ahead and chase down the, the five-star matches. They can chase down trying to be the high flyers. You know, they can chase down being the athletic big boys and everything like that. I'm just going to keep doing me, man. I'm going to keep doing Popo. I'm going to keep getting in the ring, standing across from somebody putting my fist to their mouth and hope that they do the same to me so we can have a good fight and make it interesting for the folks that are watching, you know, and I, I'm just, I'm riding with that right now, man. There's not a lot of, I wish I could tell you this like extravagant story, but there's not a lot of big, you know, method to my madness, bro. Yeah, you know hey, what I mean? I'm perfect. That That is actually perfect because, yeah. you know, we, we uh, uh it, it's been too much where wrestling uh we we talked we talked with uh with Sheik about that uh not too long ago like where we missed the art of pro wrestling where you know yeah. there's a realism to it like I said Papa Esco yeah. that, that's you King Fat Boy that's you you know that's me and yeah. um I I think we we missed that a lot and I I think that's that's another reason why we appreciate we appreciate you appreciate you know appreciate you just just keeping it real like you said this is me at all times you know so and you know and seeing that um. In in the pro wrestling um, realm, is is there any other big men that you would want to have a match with that you've been looking at? Like, you know what, I want that one on one with. I mean, dude, I fight anybody. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I don't. I I mean, <laughs> I'll fight anybody. Juicy for now is a big dude. I'll bang with him. I don't care. You know, okay. uh, AC AC Romero is another big dude. I'll bang with him. I don't care. Jonah. You know, he just he just left WWE, so he's oh, he's on the independent a... scene. 
Ooh. Yo, he he can he can catch these hands too. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just about anybody yeah, that sir. want it. You know what I mean? Even those that don't want it. You know, Tyrus yeah. is another big dude. Like, you know, I, I you know that dude to find out real quick for me that taller ain't bigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. He he he's he's a monster, six foot eight, whatever. It don't even matter, man. You know, we could I, I'll bang with the best of them. I will. You know, because I'm not afraid. I know full well that I can't win them all. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I mean, yeah. you know, that's in life. You know, you be on the right. block. There's gonna be somebody that's that's there that's there that that's just gonna have their knuckle game proper, and and right. and and you're gonna get you know you're gonna get put down. It's like that in the wrestling ring too. So I'm not worried about winners wins or losses. Anybody right. that wants it, they can get it. Anybody. Just Ooh, look, shit. you heard it first. <laughs> you heard Say it first. Something. Whatever it is, look here. For the door, kick that yeah. down. Look here. It, whoever wanted, it, you can get it. Just <laughs> look. You 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 can either yeah. show up to the door or we can kick it down. Wherever you want. Say so. I, I feel it. And so, if, if in that case, is there speaking of forbidden door? Is there a certain promotion you've been looking to just kick down and be like, "Yo, I'm here, King Fat Boys here, who want to fight?" So that's the thing. I'm not really. Sometimes I don't look past my own nose. You know what I mean? I like right. to live in the moment. Right now, I'm, I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing my thing, man. United Wrestling Network. I'm the world television champion. You know, we're about to get back to business. I know a lot of dudes are knocking on the door to come into the promotion and get their shot at the television title. They can all get it. All they got to do is just not wipe your feet, bring me a cup of Hennessy, and greet me. And then we can handle business. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's really what it comes down to. Um, that I'm focused right now. You know, and, and, and unfortunately, when I'm focused, I don't see past what I should be seeing. You know? Um, if I'm forced to answer, I would say that the NWA is something that I've been eyeing for a while. Um, NWA is my childhood. You know what I mean? That that's what I came up on. Like I told you, Arn Anderson is my favorite wrestler of all time, you know? Hmm. So NWA was a big staple. Um, there's a lot of dudes in the NWA that I feel that I can, uh, tell great stories with you know tyrus uh trevor murdoch uh the pope um, Ooh, kratos yeah. oh. um you know guys like that you know uh jacks dane um i mean i probably could go on and on and on you know but there's a lot of of guys in that promotion that i know i can have you know uh great i can tell great stories with rather um i mean and, and then anywhere else, you know, I mean, shit, MLW, I'll go to MLW if if if, if it's Ooh. right. You know, I can do lucha all day. So me and Mil Muertes, any of them luchadors, you know what I mean? Jake Fatu, I fought him before. I'll fight him again, bro. You know what I mean? Hammerstone. Yeah. There's a lot of dudes out there that I, I wouldn't mind banging with. And uh if the opportunity presents itself, then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. But and you know, I think I think uh, if if I am correct that MLW is supposed to be, are, are, if they haven't already, are coming out with the six man titles too. And I'm like, that could be a good good spot for the Bodega to come in. And See? Uh, yeah. already got the tag team six man. Hey, no, yeah. yeah. that'll be perfect. I'd be excited to see, right? Yeah, right. Sure. Oh, all right. Uh, so, in watching wrestling promotions, especially in 2022, we know that. Sure. That business has changed dramatically over the past. It's exciting, I, right? Shit's it exciting. is exciting. It is yeah. exciting, but there's a couple of tiffs that I have that I want to kind of talk to you about and just get your opinion on. And I know I noticed it in a certain wrestling business, as we know that you know women's wrestling is rising up right there is right there with men's wrestling, right? As it should be. Yeah. As it yeah. should be. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the things that I noticed though. In, in the current culture of wrestling is the forbiddenness of the opposite sex clash, right? Now, what I do yes. notice is when we saw Ronda Rousey come in to the mm -hmm. WWE and was just meleeing dudes, she could go at it with Triple H and she can have those fights and all that stuff. No one raises an eyebrow. There's no, no, there's no domestic violence accusations. There's none of that, right? But... And Becky Lynch and others, they can talk trash with men. They can tell them they're going to whoop their ass. They can they can make threats. However, 
if the roles is reversed and it's men invoking that same energy to women, all of a sudden there's lawsuits because in a lot of these promotions, their 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 pockets or their financials are impacted through investors. So the investors kind of have a dictation to what they will invest in based upon what that promotion promotes on television programming. So for me, I think I am no in no way supporting domestic violence, not right. there for any of that. But from a right. wrestling promotion standpoint, I'm saying, how is it fair that what not so much how is it fair? Maybe there's a better way to ask that question. I figure it out. But from my perspective, it's like on one end, we're going to say male and female shouldn't clash unless now the narrative is unless a woman is um, attacking a man. So what is your perspective on that? Yeah, should it be intergender matches? Should, uh, how do you feel so, about that? No, I got it. So uh, one of the things that people are not realizing or don't care to realize is that uh, this is this is fantasy versus reality. Mm -hmm. I mean, does that make sense? Let me, let me, yeah. so, so, uh, y'all saw the Marvel movie, Black Widow. Absolutely. Yes. You did, right? See all the fight scenes where she was just whooping dudes' asses? Yeah. You see all the fight scenes where as she was whipping dudes' asses, she was getting hit back by them dudes? Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. So that's, that's, that's fantasy. You know what I mean? I, I like we have we have at some point we have to at some point we in the wrestling community. I'm not talking about wrestlers or people on that side of the of the dressing room. I'm talking about the fans as well. You know, everybody has to realize that that at the end of the day, this is an industry of entertainment. Okay, um, but the 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 realism in my perspective has to be there as well. So my point is, is why can't Jordan Grace wrestle Trey Miguel? Why, why, why can't that happen? You know, why right. can't, you know, Charlotte Flair wrestle Ricochet? Mm -hmm. Like, why, why can't that happen, right? But at the same time, professional wrestling is still trying to... Uh, uh, is still trying to save the realism, still trying to save the old school kayfabe, you know, realism of it all, right? Still trying to right. find a way to incorporate all that old school shit into the new school, right? So, in my opinion, like, if somebody put me in the ring, me, with, say, Tasha Steeles, how was that even, how was that even real? Like, how would that even work? You know what I'm saying? But if Tasha Steeles was to wrestle, say, Marco Stunt, then then that that might be something that 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 can that can work. That might be something that you know can be interesting. You know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Um, I mean it's 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 a it's it's a slippery slope because if 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 we say the wrong thing in this conversation, we get we get heat. You know what I mean? We get we we catch hot ones because people are not agreeing or people are calling us sexist or chauvinist or whatever. But I mean, right. the reality is, it's like for like Ronda Rousey, mm -hmm. like fundamentally, she should be able to beat the shit out of me at, at any moment's notice. We all Absolutely. know this, right? I mean, right. that's just an absolute fact. Right. But what if I got my hands on her? Mm -hmm. What if I got my hands on her? I'm a mm -hmm. big dude, 6'1", 6'2", 305. I'm a fucking gorilla. If I grab her and I start mauling her, what? who's to say that I, I won't stop her? Like, let, let's right. talk about the reality of, of it, yeah. you know? So in in my mind, if if I'm a if I'm a promoter, you know I want to have the matchups of of like wrestlers. You know certain certain body types against certain body types. Mm -hmm. You know, jo Jordan Grace is 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 somebody I talk about a lot because she's strong as shit. Hell she's yeah. a very very good wrestler, mm -hmm. and she can she can bang with a lot of them. So if she was to get pitted against, you know, a Trey McGill or a Ricochet or uh, a Mustafa Ali or people in that, you know, size range, maybe even, a you know, an AJ Styles or, or like, you know what I'm saying? There could be grounds for a great match. Right. You know, even right. Nia Jax, you know, against like yeah. some of the some of the bigger dudes. Anybody. You know what I mean? Or Ruby Rays. Ruby Rays. Whoo. 
Like she she can legit beat beat the shit out of most dudes that 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 are out there standing across from her. You know? So there's a lot of girls out there that can really bang with the bigger dudes, but I mean, how big do you get? Like Ruby right. Rays versus Juicy Finale or Ruby Rays versus Tyrus. That that's not going to compute. Right. It's, it's really not. You know, but if Ruby Rays fought say you know, I, I don't I don't know. So what would you say to the people that let's just say I had an ear to this conversation? I'm always thinking about carnal arguments yeah. that would suggest that although it's fantasy, it also encourages certain behaviors. Realism. Yeah. So what would you yeah. say that well well I mean get, I, on, I get the fantasy like, part. I'm just, and I'm just playing devil's advocate. I get the fantasy part, but just like movies inspire violence, just like you know, music, can, the, yeah. can you can yeah. wrestling inspire with intergender matches inspire men, or could increase the domestic nah. violence rates in America? Nah, bro. It, it's my it's my opinion that music, uh, music gives influence or gives an excuse for violence. Okay. Fantasy gives an excuse for violence. Yes. Just because I heard a song or I you know, saw a movie, that doesn't mean I'm going to get influenced so much by it that I'm going to go do that shit, man. You know what I mean? I'm going to use that as an excuse because at the end of the day, I really wanted to do it. I would never raise my hand to a woman. You understand that? I would never raise my hand to a woman. I was raised by my mother, man. I had no daddy. I was raised by my mother and I was raised by my sisters. Mm -hmm. So I understand full well the importance of a woman. And I I hold women on on a on a pedestal, you know. Me and my son have had arguments about not arguments, but like debates, friendly debates about how he feels I treat my daughter a little bit better than him. But I I treat my daughter like the queen that she is, and I treat my son like the king that he is. But he right. needs to understand that kings are overthrown daily, so they need to be ready to fight right. that. Every so day. my point is, is I treat women a lot better than I treat, you know, men, you know, and, and, and that's where, that's where your comments coming from. I feel my dude, because like, like I feel like women shouldn't be hit. And a lot of people right. use that and they bring that up when it comes to professional wrestling. But, the, but the, but the thing is, bro, we're like, we're like, we, we make movies in the ring, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like we, yeah. we make movies in the ring. Yeah. I, I posted a little while ago on, on social media that I felt like mm-hmm. I was a I was a screenwriter. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I am because I wanna I wanna tell the best story. I wanna make the best movie that I can bell to bell. Or or even stories building up to the bell to bell. You know? It's all it's all really a movie. So in that case, why can't we be like the Black Widow movie that I referenced earlier? Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm- Perfect point. Like a Mar- Marvel's Mar- the Marvels movie. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, not not Infinity War, but the end End Game. End Game. Oh yeah, End Game. Was yeah. that it? Right. Yeah. The, we can yeah. go to uh, Captain go to Marvel. We can bring up yeah that Wonder scene, Woman. That that yeah. scene where the, that scene where the girls all got together. Oh, like Black Panther. Game. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where there was fight, where there was fighting in Wakanda, and yeah. all the girls got together. Absolutely. And when I when I was watching it, all the girls in the theater erupted. So they mm-hmm. they were they were they were ready for 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 the fight. They knew full well that dudes were going to be fighting on them and monsters was going to be fighting on them. You know they was going to get hit. They was going to do some hitting. It was all fantasy and everybody loved it. I feel like at the end of the day, just to kind of rope this all in, um, we all need to just realize that. Stop 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 equating domestic violence in real life to, to, to a fantasy where two people are getting in there and competing. Right. Because it's, it's at the end of the day, it's a competition and don't mistake the fact or forget the fact rather that there's a lot of women in social media that are professional wrestlers that are saying the same thing I am. That part. So right. I'm all for it, man. If the women want to bang with the dudes, let them bang with the dudes. We all just need to be conscious about the 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 realism that's involved in professional wrestling on a on a on a body to body level, you know, and 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 understand that 
you know, uh, the smallest little girl can't wrestle the biggest dude. Correct. You know. Right. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It, so. it, it, you, it can happen. I, don't know, I feel like a ramble. I feel like a ramble don't nope. too much. My no, no, no. You are good. That was that was, that was very insightful. And let, it, came, me, it came from the heart. It was very insightful because I don't know if most people are able to articulate or would have even used the example of a Captain Marvel or the the Black Widow. I mean, that wasn't even the first thing that came in my head. Uh, so I think you illustrated how if we can look at a TV screen and look at mm. a Black Widow annihilate men all over the country and no one raises an eyebrow into it. It means that we're intuitive enough to understand that no one's advocating domestic violence or that is, or anything of like that. It's fantasy. It's a movie. It's not real life. Right. These it really isn't right. at the end of the day. Right. It is. Right. Yeah. But like you said, you know, there's a lot of, it, there is a lot of people that still try to keep the, try their best to keep, uh, the kayfabe side of it, you know, and I uh, and so like uh, you, it, so, sometimes you you get the pushback. Look, oh no, you can't have that. But also, um, I I think like you said, it can happen, but as long as it makes sense, <laughs> that's the main. But, part. Even, but even but even but even think about that, King. Even think about that. Look at look at when kayfabe was was it? There was the standard. Look at that. Back then, did you ever see a woman and a man wrestle? Ooh, no, you just you just saw him. You just saw him talking a lot, and then somebody chased him. Did you did you ever did you ever That's see it. did you ever see a man hit a woman in a ring? No, it wasn't. It not wasn't on purpose. Until, like it was not not on purpose. Not on purpose, right? Right. It wasn't until that. It wasn't until the the dressing room curtains got opened up. Yeah, and That's people true. started really seeing what was going on behind the, behind the scenes. And it wasn't until like, you know, internet wrestling fans or wrestling fans in general started learning the, the insider words. And they started like learning more about the inside uh, uh, backstage uh, portion of wrestling and all the ins and outs and whatnot. That's when intergender matches started coming to fruition because people started thinking just like me, okay, they know that this is like entertainment. So let's give them a different form of entertainment. Right. Let's 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 give them you know the 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 men versus the woman, right? And let's give them those black right. widow scenarios. And I think and I think China was is a perfect example of how when she came, well, like she really kind of elevated that move. I don't want to just say it was on her, but like she was really like she genuinely wanted to go to toe to toe. Like it it was it's well documented that China wanted to go for the uh, w, uh, the world championship. But in their minds, they didn't know how to compute that to television and also how to maintain the ego and respect for the men. Because even at that time in the 90s, early 2000s, it's like if I let a woman beat me for a championship, does that look emasculating? But think think yeah. about uh, like this, that's a perfect example of what I was talking about. Think, think about who she was wrestling with. She was wrestling with Chris Jericho. Mm -hmm. They're around the same. They're around the same mm -hmm. size. Mm -hmm. Jeff Jarrett. They're around yeah. the same size. Eddie Guerrero. Mm -hmm. They're around the same size. She wasn't in there wrestling. You know, The Rock. Or Big Show. Big Show. <laughs> right. She wasn't in there wrestling Ahmed Johnson. But she got rock bottom and power drive a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> right, but did she give? Did she give them anything? No, a left hook. Huh? No, a, yeah. a, a left hook that was no sold into a right bottom. <laughs> right, that, that right. Put her right. down. Right. So, right. so even then, it was it it was it was still presented in a way that could be real. Right. Right. But at the end of the day, right. it's 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 a movie. Right. 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 You know, cats that try to equate what we do in the ring when it's man versus woman to domestic violence. It's, it's a little, to me, it's a little far fetched and not, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe somebody will come out there and approach me and give me a perspective that, that I, I, uh, that I don't see. But right now I feel like, uh, what we do in the ring when it comes to intergender matches should not, it should not equate to any domestic violence that's going out there. And I hope that there is no dude out there that is cowardly enough to use what you see in a wrestling ring 
as an excuse to say I can hit my woman. That's some sucker shit, man, and I don't like it. Absolutely. So right, real shit. Like no man on this podcast supports a man in real life, realistically putting his hand on a woman. God didn't. Cheers to that. Right, God didn't build us for that. God built us as protectors, not abusers. So. So let, let this be a PSA from RSM and Papa Wesco. If you hit a man, you a sucker. If you hit a woman, you a sucker, for sure. And he, there's no excuse for it. If if you do it, that's it. That's a sucker shit. And you might get your ass beat by the whole bodega and probably RSM and probably anybody else that agrees with this. So, you catch a fade from RSM quick. There ain't no Real mic. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, that's yeah. it. You catch a fade. That's it. So just, mm-hmm. just be warned. So um, w- well, one more question I have, uh, really two more. Um, the first one, as we were saying, you know, like, uh, in, in this big promotion of almost like a movie and, you know, yeah. like, usually in movies, you know, you have different, different sceneries, different places you go and you have, you are a traveling man, sir. Like you said, with the Lucha, um, Lucha, um, Lucha wrestling and everything. So is it, do you have a favorite place, um, that you wrestle? Do you have a favorite city that you go in? It's like, okay, the crowd is ro- just rocking over here. Like, I love to just come here and wrestle anytime. Right now, my favorite place to wrestle is in Southern California, hey. because those fa- those fans those fans are are live, man. They're mm-hmm. rowdy. I, I like them. I like I like how involved they are, you know, and how how uh, how receptive they are to 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 new folks. I mean, I felt like when I came, um, when I started wrestling in SoCal on the regular, it was for United Wrestling. At that time, COVID was at its biggest point, so we was wrestling mm-hmm. in empty arenas. Right. And um, even then, I'd catch, you know, comments on social media and, like, DMs and things like that, just saying how they was a big fan of me and whatnot. And, and, and you know, through United Wrestling, I was able to gain a fan base in Memphis and Arizona, you know, and, and, and Texas and, and, and uh, you know, all these other places. and, and Man, they're all like everybody's just been embracing embracing me, man. But right now, when it when it comes to live events, there ain't no there ain't no fans like a, a SoCal fans mm. right now, right now, right now, you know? right now. You yeah. know, I, I'll take a pride in that. I'm, I'm gonna take a pride in that a little bit. You know, so, SoCal boy over here. I'm currently in SoCal, yeah. so I love. Well, it. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the, um, uh, one of my one of my final questions. You know, we always usually you know, end around here. But uh, one of my final questions that we usually ask is after it's all said and done in the pro wrestling world, what do you want your final cemented legacy to be as King Fatboy, as Papa Wesco? What do you want your legacy to be? What do you want them to remember you as? Or remember about you? So it's two things. Um, the The easiest, most direct answer would be I want people to know that I was here that I was here if you want to get some real perspective on life man if you want to get some real perspective on life and you want to start understanding the thought process of 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 a lot of people um go go talk to some old folks go talk to some old people and you're going to hear a lot of the old people talk about if I would have did this or if I, you know, I wish I could have done this or maybe I should have did that. And it gives you some perspective. And for me, that perspective is don't put off till tomorrow what you can accomplish today. Right. Go, go chase down, go chase down your dreams, man. There is nothing there is nothing that you can't do in this life, man. You know, and and I really believe that. Um, not too many people know. And if I could just tell this story, I don't want to run long, but you know, like I want to tell this story because I feel like it's important to what we're talking about right now. Um, the reason why I got into professional wrestling is because my kids. I was talking to them one day about you could do anything you want in life, you put your mind to it. There is nothing you cannot do. Write it down, cluster it, whatever you got to do, figure it out. You could chase it down. You could catch it. It could happen. I don't care what it is, sports, uh, a regular job, you, whatever, entertainment, whatever you want to do, you could do it. And at that time, they was like, yeah, whatever, dad, whatever, dad. So I told him, you know, I'm going to do something 
that you would never expect me to do. And I'm going to be successful at it just because I want to prove to you that if I put my mind to it, I can do whatever it is that I want. That's how I got into professional wrestling, my dude. You know what I mean? That's that's how I'm doing what I'm doing now. Right. You know, and and I I I will I will this into fruition for me. Not because I wanted to do it per se, but because I wanted to show my kids that yo, all you gotta do is is will it. All you gotta do is say you want to do it. Put that shit in your mind. You could do it. And right now I'm doing it, man. I'm I'm United Wrestling World Television Champion, right? Pro Wrestling Revolution Openweight Champion. You know what I'm saying? I just won the Blacklist Pro Heavyweight Championship. Um, you know it it it, it it's gonna go on and on and on. 2022 ain't going to be no different. You're going to see me starting more shit than I've ever started in my life. I'm going to cause more problems for a lot more wrestlers. And it's going to be a problem for anybody that wants to stand across from me because I want to take my shit to the next level. And right now I'm showing my kids that if you put your mind to it, you can do whatever it is that you want in life. So I want to be remembered that way. But on the other side, I want to be remembered as one of them dudes that didn't listen to nobody and did it his way. So many people telling me, maybe lose weight, bro. Maybe get a little bit healthier. You never know about your health. You know what I mean? Bro, I'm the King Fat Boy, Papa Wesco. Emphasis on King Fat Boy. I'm Gorilla Ray Gordo. I'm in my own lane. I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks about me. I'm going to keep grinding it out and prove to all these dudes that are in the gym 18 hours a day trying to build every muscle that they possibly can. When I'm out there doing exactly what they're doing, when I'm out promoing everybody, when I'm out working everybody in the ring, when I'm looking fabulous in front of the camera just like they are, they're going to understand that it's not a matter of, 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 of how you look. It's right. a matter of the output you give. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going right. to prove that, bro. People are going to remember the King Fat Boy because they're going to remember that I did it my way. Nobody's way, my way. So I hope I answered your question, brother. Oh, man, man, man you, you, you answered it in, in, in a hell of a fashion. That, 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 yeah. That's one of the best yeah. legacies. I, and I feel you because, you know, I got Absolutely my little one of the best ones we've heard. It's very know, authentic. Yeah, and then, like, I feel you because, you know, I got my little son, you know, and um, yeah. it, 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 you know, it warms your heart when you see them, like, also, you know, you seeing you also, you're like, you know, pr pretty much doing what you said you're going to do, you know, like you say, I want to show you whatever you say, whatever you say, you put your mind to and say you want to do, you can do, yeah. it, you know, and um, and my, and my, my kids, my kids is my kids is doing it right now. You know, what I mean, I had kids young, so I got older kids. My son, he's going to college right now. He's playing baseball. His he wants to be in the MLB. And because of what I've done. In wrestling, even at a small scale, I don't mean to make myself out to be something bigger than I'm not. Please, you know, what I mean, I'm a humble dude. Right. I know right. exactly what I am. I'm a soldier, and I and 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 I know where I'm at. But he sees me, you know, and and I'm proud of it. He sees me as 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 a big deal, and he sees me as inspiration. He says, "Yo, you know, you did do it. You did." So now I'm gonna chase my shit down. My daughter's the same way. She's chasing her dream down, and I feel like I've. Like if I die tomorrow, I've done it. Mm -hmm. I've done it. I, I've 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 been the most successful that I can be, because I know my kids are gonna realize their dreams, and I realize that I helped them do it. So, you know, and, and that's what it is, man. Anybody listening, bro? Just chase chase your dreams down, chase them right. down. You know, chase them down. There, there's no reason why. I mean, somebody can. There's no reason why they can't do what they what they what they want to do in life. The only person stopping you is the person that you're looking in the mirror at in the morning every morning. It's the only person. Absolutely. So, anyway, I'm rambling. No, I, got no, the, I, I got the oh, I got yes. the red solo cup. I'm rambling because Blame it. <laughs> Perfect, man. Look. It's like I said, look, one thing about Ringside Mayhem, we're, we're unapologetically ourselves. Absolutely. We speak yeah, our minds, absolutely. we speak our hearts. Hey, 100%. You, know, you all good. I appreciate, I appreciate you. Got, 
I do believe we got one more question, though. One more Ask question. as many questions you want. We can go as long as you want. Oh, <laughs> oh, let's go. Yeah, I, I, would have, I, I have two, then, if that's, if that's the case. Ooh, um, he kind of made mention of it, but I, I just want to ask. So we understand, like, COVID-19 has changed yeah, everything. It did, yeah. Seemingly forever. <laughs> um, so from your perspective, how has COVID impacted your wrestling career? PCW Ultra and how has it impacted you personally? Oh, I'll tell you exactly how it impacted me. Um, I mean, by the grace of God, I, I don't, you know, I don't know who believes what or whatever, but I'll tell you like my beliefs, like by the, grace of, by, by, the, by the grace of the Father, man, um, my money flow has not been stopped. So I've been, I've been making money, That's good money throughout the whole COVID, you know, okay. Uh, uh, pandemic, and, and I'm blessed in that respect. But as far as professional wrestling is concerned, man, it was kind of crazy because, you know, just before everything got shut down, what was it like March 2020, something like that, February 2020, yes. something like that. In the March, I was yeah. I was getting ready to go. I was getting ready to go to the East Coast. I was getting ready to go to New York. I was getting ready to go to New Jersey. I was getting ready to go to Florida. I was getting ready to go to Puerto Rico. I had Japan on the docket, and and it just all it all stopped. And I don't know if it's ever going to come back up or if it's not, you know. And like I said, sometimes I don't see past my nose, so I, I don't worry about it right now. But I feel like if, if, if uh, you know, if, it's, if, if God willing, it'll come back around. But it, even though it stopped all that, I feel like the pandemic was... I feel like it was one of the reasons that I got the opportunity to go work for Dave Marquez and United Wrestling. I feel like that right there was uh, an opportunity that put me in the spotlight to be able to go to PCW Ultra and to be able to go to, you know, other promotions and then be seen by other people, you know, so. You know, where, where there's darkness, there's light. You know, so I lost a lot of stuff that I was excited about, but I gained, right. in my opinion, right. so much more. You know, so I feel like uh, I feel like the pandemic took, but it gave. You know, and true, and uh, that's just my own, my own, gotcha. my own. You know, uh, perception of it. You know, I okay. rest rest in peace to all the people that lost their lives because Absolutely. of this thing. And um, positive vibes to everybody that had uh, right. had their lives collapse, collapse because Absolutely. of this whole thing, you know. And uh, you know, to to the people that you know got through it and and are blessed, that were blessed the whole way, just uh, appreciate appreciate the blessings, and and try to work to understand why you were afforded those blessings. You know, so that's the word. That's fuck. It's it's a fucked Ooh. up. It's a fucked up situation. Yeah, COVID. Yeah. Right. Everybody, right, stay man. safe, man. Wear a mask. Wear Social a mask. distance. Not that big Ooh. of a deal. <laughs> so, yeah. my final question to you, sir, would be: yeah. um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of aspiring wrestlers out there. People that watch you, watch all the other promotions. Um. If you could look at a person of color who wants to aspire to be, um, create a wrestling career, what advice would you give them? When you start your journey, you're going to start your journey at least 50 miles behind everybody else. You understand? You're going to start. Absolutely. You're going to start behind the eight ball. So you got to make sure that everything you do is over and beyond better than what other people are doing. Um, you, I know that some people might say, don't, uh, don't size yourself up against somebody else, but you need to make sure that you look at everybody that is like you and you need to size them up and figure out how you're going to be better than them. Because at the end of the day, politics and other elements of of uh, of uh, you know the, the politics structure are gonna are gonna 
it, it might cause you to to not be where you feel like you're going to be. So you need you need you need to be aggressive. You need to be aggressive in chasing everything that you want down. You need to be better than everybody at promos. You need to be better than everybody in the ring. You need to be better than everybody in front of the camera. You know, something as stupid as waking up in the morning, going, brushing your teeth, getting dressed, looking in the mirror and just working on facials, uh, get, cutting promos in the car while you're driving. Like, mm-hmm. like do everything right. that you possibly can get, get into a school, you know, if, if you don't already have one or, or, or see if you can rent out time, you know, at a wrestling ring and get with somebody and start going over your stuff and building your craft. You need to make sure that you are better than everybody. And that's the only way that you're going to be able to sit with the people that uh, are, are are on top. You know, absolutely. That, that's 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 how I feel. Wow. That's, that's really that's how I feel. Good. That's some sound advice right there. That's, that's real. And, and like, look, I'll, I'll I'll even say not even just wrestling based, like whatever you strive to do. You you see somebody at the top. Look, like look what you need to do to get there, and even be better than that. You know, but. You need, like you, like I said, you you gotta look, you gotta look and see what what's right in front of you. You feel me? And that and that that mentality for a lot of us is not is not a bad mentality. You know, most people might see that as greed. Like, why are you so greedy? Why are you so selfish? But the reality is, is we we need to be that way because we we need we need to make sure that, like for me, I tell I tell I tell I tell my kids all the time as a people. You know, you you need you can't worry about what everybody's doing as a people on the whole. You need to worry about what you're gonna do to build us up yourself. And and that's really that's really what what I feel like each of us needs to do. As a people, we all need to be uh held accountable for our own actions and we all need to make sure that we we do what we can to to build up for the next generation. You know, so what you do is 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 important. So, um, you know, yeah, just just you got to strive to be the best. You got you, you can't and, and and for for us, you can't just strive to be the best. You you got to you got to strive to be the best. Period. So, right. The Rock used to say, he said, I would I, I outwork everyone in the room. Period. That's it. Period. <laughs> in any room. In any room. You know, that's the mentality you got to have, man. You know, some people might think that's, uh, you know, conceited or or you have a massive ego or whatever. But I mean, the reality is, is you know, the, the, the best of the best and the people that want to be the best, people that strive to be the best. It's just that it's just that's that's the cross they bear. You know, that's the cross they bear. Right. I, I try to keep to myself and I try to not put myself in positions where I talk a lot and, and, and I, I say, you know, I, I let I allow myself to say too much, but sometimes I get, you know, accused of, of having an ego or, you know, maybe being a little bit too abrupt and fuck man. Like I'm just trying to be the best man. Just like y'all should dig every so. day. That's well, what I tell. That's what I tell y'all, folks, man. Just, just try to be the best you, man. Try to try to be absolutely. the best. Period. Absolutely. Got a lot of work to do. You know. Absolutely, yeah. man. Well, King, man, look, it's it's definitely been an honor, and I mean an yeah. honor having you on, bro. Like I, like just just thank you for coming on and keeping it real with us, bro. I hope you y'all. Know? I hope I did it justice, man. I oh, hope you know, I, man. I hope you, y'all had a, a one of okay the best time. interviews that I've been a part of. Absolutely. Definitely, Absolutely. man. So, like, no cap, no, cap, no gaslight, no fluff. That one of the best interviews I've been a part of. Appreciate that. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, so how can this, people man. follow you on social media? Twitter, Papa Wesco. You know, go on Twitter, search. Oh, actually, uh, Twitter, search uh, Papa underscore Esco. Um, Instagram, you want to search Papa Wesco. Facebook, you want to search Papa Wesco. Um, I do have a Snapchat. My 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 son and my daughter wanted me to set that up. It's, it's Papa Wesco. Um, I'll be putting some content out there uh, shortly. Um, I got a Pro Wrestling Tees uh, merchandise store up. That's uh, okay. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash um, Papa Wesco. Uh, and then I got a cameo. You know, you want me to 
talk shit to your boyfriend. You want me to talk wow. shit to your, your girlfriend. <laughs> you want me to tell your moms that her cooking ain't right because you afraid to. You you want uh, me to break up with your husband or your wife because you too afraid to. Holla at me, man. Cameo.com uh, <laughs> forward slash Papa Wesco. Okay. Um, I got a lot of other stuff coming up um, outside of the wrestling business that is still okay. in entertainment, but I'm not going to talk about it right now because I wanted to come into fruition first but hopefully if uh you know knock on wood um you know that shit comes up you know you'll right. be seeing a lot more uh from papa wesco outside the wrestling uh ring so basically telling us to stay tuned oh yeah uh, look out keep your eyes peeled just uh Man. i'm telling y'all to uh walk with me that's what i'm telling y'all to do walk with me. that yeah. and that we will take that take will. a walk take a walk with me you, know, you, you might find some interesting shit along the way. Okay. Yeah, well, definitely. Well, as we take that walk, man, once again, we thank you, man. And you already know what we say, man. This is Ringside Mayhem. You can yep. catch us Ringside where all the mayhem goes down. Mm. Let's go! Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, hit us up on our website at tssaw.com or you know go to our email at ringsidemayhem7 at gmail.com or look us up on facebook at ssaw and we'll see you there